Hello, everyone. I almost forgot to play the intro music. Let's see if it's audible here. All right, I think that should be decent, but yeah. Okay, so this is Steven Schinder of Yes Shift. Um, you know, co-host, I'm the son. My dad, Dan Schinder, is a father. And uh, yeah, so... Um, Today, celebrating founding Yes Keyboardist Tony K's birthday. Uh, my dad couldn't make it to this particular broadcast or the next couple. You know, we were trying to plan out whether we could do another one of those January Yes Musician birthday episodes together. Normally, we um, put Tony K, Trevor Rabin, and John Davison into one big January celebration, but... There's just some scheduling stuff, and there's just a lot of stuff going on, some great stuff. But ultimately, we decide, okay, so uh, I, you know, Steven, will go on, and I can do another one of these solo episodes. But my dad sent in something for me to read off on his behalf. And yeah, we're going to be talking about people's favorite Tony K moment from each of the first three Yes albums. Um, yeah, sorry. I'm just making sure I sound great. Um, okay, so why the first three, some of you might be asking as I share this broadcast around. So, like I mentioned off the top, we have three Yes Musician January birthdays. Tony K's is today, January 11th. Trevor Rabin's is on uh, the 13th, and John Davison is on the 16th. And when planning out these little birthday celebration broadcasts, I noticed, you know, you could kind of divide these into, like, focusing on three albums for each of these guys. Uh, for Trevor Rabin, you could have 90125, Big Generator, and Talk, um, Union being omitted for obvious reasons i mean the stuff he put on union is great but it felt kind of weird to be like what's your favorite trevor rabin moment off of union you know so uh when we get to his celebration it'll be those three yes west albums uh and since it's kind of debatable or hard to tell you know i was having a discussion about this with someone uh kind of hard to tell sometimes what Tony K is playing on those Yes West albums, whereas on the first three albums, it's very clearly him. And, you know, you can hear him better. He's spotlighted a bit more. So it, it seemed like it, it was fair to, for Tony, mainly focus on the first three. But uh, if people want to say, oh, I love his contribution to this later Yes thing, like that's totally cool. People, you know, I, I not only ask what are your favorite Tony K moments from each of the first three albums, I also added and just share your general thoughts on Tony and works of his that you really like. And some people threw in some really cool stuff. Um, and for John Davison, it'll be Heaven and Earth, The Quest, and Mirror to the Sky, because those are the three Yes studio albums we have with him so far. Uh, so yeah, that's the deal, and um, let me just, so I think the way I'm going to do this is 
I'm going to read off dad's submission real quick. Um, cause he says something at the end of his submission that I think will be a nice thing to keep in mind as I read through all the fan submissions and then I'll read my own at the end and we'll see what people's favorite Tony K moments on those first three albums are. So yeah. And if you're tuning in, chime in, feel free to, uh, comment and tell me where you're watching from. And if you're watching the archive, you know, this broadcast live on Facebook and then we put it onto YouTube, um, and on podcasting platforms, you know, but in any case, just, you know, celebrate Tony K, his works, his contributions to ES or beyond and before ES, he might say. So just opening my dad's text real quick. So he provided his top three and I tried to make the wording for the question, you know, favorite Tony K moment from each of the first three Yes albums. I tried to make it clear, uh, but there were some people who thought I meant one moment from just that period. So I had to go back and say, okay, but what about these other two albums, you know, which is totally cool. I know it's, you know, it, it can get confusing. I've, everyone's like off doing something. So, you know, things happen, but there's a lot of great stuff that people wrote regardless. Um, so what my dad put for his submission, uh, he said, uh, looking around, you know, for the debut album, which turns 55 this summer, if you can believe it, like, wow, uh, no opportunity necessary, no experience needed, you know, the cover of a Richie Haven song from Time and a Word. And for his favorite uh, Tony K moment from the Yes album, he put all good people. And then he said, just kidding on the last one. <laughs> um, people who've seen this show for a long time will know that it's kind of a running thing where uh, dad says, you know, I I've seen all good people. It's not a bad song, but it's been played so much. I don't need to hear it anymore. Uh, so when he put all good people, I just knew that he was joking. And I like even mentioned that in our little back and forth. Um, and uh, I, I did say, like, I had a feeling you were joking on that last one. But the organ sounds great on it, though, you know, like on toward the end of your move, especially as he said, true, that is a great point, And you should mention that, which I just did. Uh and he says, it is the one sound that got lost over time in a way that really had encapsulated the spirit of the song. So for his actual favorite Tony K moment from the Yes album, he put, it would be yours is no disgrace. I think that this particular album will get the most polarizing answers. People will either pick that perpetual change or Starship Trooper. But I truly, absolutely love yours. It's no disgrace. It has endured the most. Yeah, that's really interesting right there. And, you know, keep that in mind as we go through all these answers from fans, you know, with their choices from the Yes album and from the other two albums for that matter. So uh, right here I have on my trusty Google Doc... Um, yeah, no, sorry, if it's if you're watching this, you might notice I'm looking at my phone still. It's because I'm sharing this around to the different 
Facebook groups um, so people can tune in if they want to participate live. Um, okay, so we got that done, and I'll keep doing that. Uh, so on this Google Doc that I have, I have these answers that people submitted. Uh, so Nathan Tyler Lowry starting off. He says, by far, Circa, Valley of the Windmills, and his solo album, End of Innocence. So he begins by listing his favorite Tony K works in general. Uh, he says, but I haven't heard his whole discography. And there are some parts on the Yes album when I'm like, how did he know that anticipating the chord changes by a beat and a half or more would work? And his offbeat synth horn stabs on Big Generator are not sneer-worthy either. Minimalistically creative, is he? Um, and he says... Uh, oh, I, I think I told him that I still need to... Th this is kind of embarrassing to admit, but I still need to do a deep dive of the Circa discography. I don't know why I haven't already. You know, I've heard a couple of their songs from the first album and I really liked them. I really love the Yes Medway that they did. But for some reason, I just haven't made the time to go through the Circa discography yet. And that's something I really need to rectify. Maybe that'll be one of my New Year's resolutions. You know, making a resolution 11 days in, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, I really do want to check out more of that stuff because, you know, we got great musicians in that band. Alright, so uh, after I mentioned that I need to go through that discography, Nathan said, yes, pardon the pun, but Billy really allowed him to, uh, him being Tony, to lean out further on each one until on the later he was composing and performing some of their greatest work ever. Even Henry Potts holds the last album in highest regards. So that's Henry Potts from Bondi gazoo that he's talking about you know the uh very updated on some latest yes member news a very good resource that site um so yeah and i i remember hearing that they might be working on another circa album i'll have to look into that a bit more but yeah m maybe that'll be an incentive for me to i mean it's kind of silly to say there's already incentive for me to go through the discography because they're great musicians and great music. Um, so yeah, that's Nathan's response right there. And I have a touchscreen laptop, so in case you see me like poking around. Um, so then we got Stephen Hollingsworth. Oh, another Stephen. He says, uh, Tony was great, had the best Hammond organ sound of all the players, and yes. Nice. And I, I don't... I don't see that he put uh, a top three, so I, I think he might have just left it at that. So apologies if he did put an answer later, and I may have missed it. I tried my best to comb back through, but maybe comment after the fact if you'd like, and people can see it in the post, like whether videos on Facebook, YouTube, and whatnot. Uh, so next, we have Scott Medina. So Scott for, uh, says, looking around Astral Traveler Adventure. Well, Adventure is a really, I would say, obscure, perhaps un most underrated song on the Yes album. Um, I think part of that is that 
the other songs on the album have been performed live a lot more than Adventure has to the point where Adventure to me uh, kind of feels like it's part of the earlier era whereas the rest of the songs feel like they're after I don't know if that makes sense but yeah those are my own thoughts on that but yeah these are great selections from Scott um, who also continued I said and then Hearts shoot high aim low the calling but it's hard to pick out tony versus trevor on keys on those albums so yeah we had a little back and forth about that and it's yeah it's true for the yes west stuff it's kind of hard to tell like there are certain moments where it's very uh, i feel very 100 percent that's tony um like there's that particular sound like the on the calling and on hearts i'm pretty sure it's tony doing the do 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 like i feel like that's probably him um so then we get sanders thornburg who says his playing on adventure is lovely i love all three of those albums i guess i'd pick survival on the first album and then or astral traveler on time and a word yeah i suppose it can be really tough to choose between some of these songs you know i i I think sometimes fans take for granted like how adventurous time and a word was you know some people stick to like the yes album onward but there's some very adventurous stuff on there oh i see we got comments live from robert nasir who says thanks for this very worthy tribute lots of surprises in tony's career including multiple live outings with David Bowie and the disclosure that he and also uh, Thomas Dolby did session work on Def Leppard's multi-platinum Pyromania album. People like Mutt Lange and David Bowie don't bring you on unless you are a top player and have a lot to offer. Yeah, that's that's a good point there. And Yo, David Bowie, uh, the other day would have been his birthday. I think yesterday was the anniversary of his passing. But yeah, such a huge career, you know, very popular musician. And yeah, he brings on the people he think will work best with him. And he's worked with Tony Kay and Rick Wakeman. So that's a very interesting little bit of trivia there. Uh, so moving on with the list that I have here. Pat McGuckin says the amazing organ in no opportunity. Um, and then for the yes album, perpetual change and from the debut album, every little thing, you know, their cover of the Beatles song. Yeah. Those are great selections, Pat. I mean, these are all great selections. Um, yeah, every little thing. I kind of wonder how people who are mainly fans of the Beatles would feel about the yes cover because to me you know i'm someone who yes is my top favorite band but i've also you know later on in life i went and uh, got through the beatles discography and i would consider myself a fan of them you know i really enjoy the beatles music uh but to me i feel like yes's cover you know it really brought something out in that song it it's like a more rocking version and so I feel like it appeals more to my sensibilities but I do wonder like what would someone who's a Beatles fan first think of the yes cover 
version um like would there be any beatles fans who would even prefer the yes cover like i'm very curious about that but yeah again thanks for the submissions then we have bruce Irwin who says tony was amazing playing with david bowie i saw two shows nice yeah very cool that you were able to attend a couple of those shows um i don't think we hear from many people who've seen tony k with david bowie live um so yeah very cool uh then we get peter mitchell or mitchell uh who says from time into word then and uh, my all-time favorite song is survival from the debut album the whole band is playing so unbelievably good and tony with his hammond sounds so iconic and from the yes album is the special song adventure here is the piano playing of tony uh, it's outstanding jeffrey you know jeff downs made a great version in his piano solo on the three albums tour in 2014 a fine version of this song yeah like i mentioned um adventure was very seldom played i remember reading somewhere that they were considering bringing it out again for the san luis obispo shows that ended up on keys to ascension you know they're considering that along with south side of the sky but ended up not doing it um i think they might have also been considering it in 2008 but yeah they finally brought it out when they did the three albums tour in uh 2013 2014 i think that was um and it sounded really good you know they did justice um and oh i see alexander nowak replied to peter saying i love survival too um i recall there was also like a back and forth between a couple people one of them saying uh actually maybe that's later in this doc that i have so i'll bring it up if it's on here but if it doesn't pop up i'll try and mention it after i go through all these all right so next um oh robert chimed in again saying having to compete with players like rick wakeman and trevor rabin it's all too easy to forget that tony was part of some of yes's very best works i'm on team yours is no disgrace but also tony's work on the first two albums had him rocking out hard playing on equal role in the band even more so than on the yes album yeah thanks for chiming in there robert uh oh so here comes another robert on this list i have robert parducci who lists dear father astral traveler and perpetual change all great tracks now dear father that's an interesting one because it did not appear on the debut album but a early version maybe even two early versions of it appear on the bonus tracks of the debut album when it was re-released in 2003 uh you could definitely hear peter banks a bit better on there and i guess tony as well um there was a version with an orchestra recorded during time and a word and i think it was put on a single as a b-side and later as a bonus track on that album so yeah i i kind of think maybe robert here is saying uh the version from the debut album period so yeah you know fair play i guess i'm not going to dock any points for that you know we're celebrating tony you know then we have david wendell who says 
his last performance with the Yes in 1971. So, last performance of the first run that he did with Yes. Uh, playing America is awesome. Better than the recorded version and best live version ever, in my opinion. Um, and then he mentions One Live Badger in 1973 and Circa's Valley of the Wind in 2015 shows how talented Tony was. From Yes, Harold Land, Looking Around, and Survival Are Great. From Time and a Word, The Prophet. From the Yes album, Everything Except Clap, LOL. <laughs> Tony is underrated and underappreciated among Yes fans. So, yeah, that right there. Um, you know, Clap, obviously, it's a Steve Howe solo piece. So it's a good piece, but it doesn't feature Tony at all. So, you know, fair enough. Um, but yeah, real great stuff here. You know, One Life Badger, Dad and I talked about that. Um, was that the end of last year or the end of the year before? Might have been the year before. But you do get a bit of that, a bit more of a bluesy rock sound on parts of that, at least. And America, you know, yes, his cover of the Simon and Garfunkel song. Uh, the version from that final show on that tour in 71 is much longer than the studio version that people are very used to. And it feels more improvisational and jammy, and it's really cool. It's on the Word is Live box set. It's really cool. People should check that out if they haven't already. Um, yeah. So, yeah, th thanks again, David. And then we get Chris Klausley, who says, I just love looking around quintessential 60s vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. The debut album is the only Yes album to come out in the 60s. Uh, Time Into Word was partially recorded in the 60s, but I don't know that we really know which songs may have been in the 60s and which songs in the 70s, but... Yeah, Looking Around does have a really cool 60s sound. It's great. Then we get Stephen Zevechin, who says, Looking Around, No Opportunity, Adventure. Nice. Yeah, I feel like No Opportunity Necessary. You know, the orchestra is very prominent on the album, but... If you watch the Beat Club broadcast where Yes are playing that song, like you can hear Tony a bit. Uh, but, well, I guess it's a different intro. Like on that one, he does a. Whereas on the album, I think he does a. And then the orchestra does a. Yeah, there's a really cool clip on YouTube where you can see Tony playing it on Cruise to the Edge back in 2019. It's really cool. Um, let's see. Just give me a... Oh, Chavez Carlos chiming in saying, Good morning, my friend. Happy birthday for Tony. Great tribute. Great. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, let me see if there are any other comments here. Uh, just give me a sec. Just looking around... Looking around me. Do, 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 do. Okay. 
So and let me make sure my sound is still good real quick. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, let me just refresh and make sure it's still sounding good. Um, but things seem to be going smoothly, you know, clearly like you can all hear me and it's all good. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, Oscar Jimenez says, everything he did solo and with yes slash union, truly nice guy. Yeah, I, I know it can be tough to choose favorites. So a little blanket statement like that. It's, you know, Tony's got a great career, so why not, you know? Uh, then we got Peter Kenny, so another Peter, who says all the focus was on Steve, but Tony was fantastic on the Yes album. Astral Traveler, a particular favorite too from Time and a Word, plus I always wanted Adventure to be much longer. His piano on that is immaculate. Okay, yeah, so this is the comment I was thinking about. Um, well, first off, yeah, that's a good point. The Yes album, people, you know, look back and tend to focus on the Steve Howe of it all. And, you know, why not? Because that was the first album Steve was on with Yes. So he has great contributions. But Tony also has, like, some really strong playing on there, in my opinion. So, yeah, he really shines on that. Um so, uh, this comment about wishing adventure was longer. I remember seeing uh, earlier that uh, there's a back and forth between Peter and I think Sanders uh, from earlier, um, where they're talking about the extended outro that appears on, I think it was the Stephen Wilson remixes. And, you know, I've given that a listen and it really is interesting. Um, and uh, I think on the live tour from 10, 11 years ago, they may have done the extended intro, which in a way kind of reminds me of South Side of the Sky a bit. And that also like faded out on the original, but had that extended outro um, in the live setting. So very cool. And then Gordon Oliver says, how about Tony on America? He's killing it. Um, so yeah, mentioning that version that's on the word is live again you know it feels like that's having a bit of a renaissance here today it's really cool and then parker drew says looking around for sure side one of one live badger is monstrous and his live work with bowie in 76 nice yeah tony like really did some cool stuff in the 70s after uh, he was no longer in Yes, and of course, before reuniting with them. Then we have Mike McCrum, who says, looking around. Um, and Chaz Snyding says, all of them, absolute monster. <laughs> so I guess he's uh, saying, like, all of the songs from the first three albums are, like, top Tony moments. Uh, then we have uh, Hogne... Bo Peterson, um, I hope I pronounced that correctly, who says the solo he does during the jamming at the end of Starship Trooper on the 9012 live video, it was the first time I had seen or heard anyone play like that, and I found it and still find it awesome. Other highlights, Looking Around and The Prophet. Yeah, I think 9012 live, 
like you mentioned with Starship Trooper, you know, Tony sounds so great on that. And also the escalation of like the Hammond on I've seen all good people, you know, toward the end of your move. I kind of think back to that moment as well. Um, so yeah, very, very great to mention that right there. Um, sorry, just doing some more sharing around, sharing around me. So Adam Voigt says, looking around the prophet, that opening solo, and basically all of the Yes album can't choose. Actually, my favorite Tony moments are the Hammond solos on Hearts and The Calling. Okay. Yeah, f fair enough. Uh, then Barry Bartle says, looking around Sweet Dreams, Starship Trooper, from the first three Yes albums, but the Circa album, Valley of the Windmill, is absolutely knockout. There's that album again. I really got to check that out. It's getting so much praise here. It's, yeah. I really got to get on that, get my stuff together. Uh, Roger Manito answered with Adventure, No Opportunity, and Survival. Nice. Uh, then we have Jason Gomez, who says... First time I ever really heard Tony K playing hard was One Life Badger, you know, by Badger, of course. So, yeah, that's a good point. Like I said, you get more of that blues rock element there. Uh, then we get Steve Yet, who says 100% on fire on this album. Um, oh, I don't think I got which album... Let me see. Yeah, I don't think I saw... Maybe he posted a link and it was like one of the albums, but I don't remember which one. So, yeah, Steve, please comment if you're watching. And, yeah, but it's so hard to pin down because, in my opinion, Tony K really is on fire on multiple albums. Um, or actually, maybe he responded to Jason's comment about One Life Badger. So that's a possibility. Uh, Felix Reut says, first three albums he played with, yes. Okay, so I guess maybe it's, like, really hard to choose on Felix's behalf as well. Uh, then we get Terry Stevens, who says, yours is no disgrace, is my favorite. No favorite from, yes, the debut album, but definitely Time and a Word from that album. So, the title track, Time and a Word. Um, okay, so, fair enough, if it's hard to choose from a first album that's totally fine um like like i said these are like great selections and whatnot and like so far we've really seen that there's not just one clear-cut answer for each of these albums from everyone you really do get some variety which is amazing um yeah so next we have allison norwood who says Honest to God, one time my friend and I... Oh, this is a really funny anecdote. Um, one time my friend and I were sitting in the hotel bar with him after a show a very long time ago, and he literally fed us some goldfish crackers, telling us to take our communion. Loved that moment. Although very silly, that is a cherished yes memory. That is so funny right there. Uh, Tony really does have a sense of humor i think you could see it in some of the documentary stuff that 
has been put out by yes and also when i saw um like i said i saw uh the 50th anniversary tour show in anaheim where he guested on a couple songs with them and afterward when they were signing autographs like tony seemed to be really having a great time and um uh and you know i was like can i take a picture and he was like oh here and he seemed like very enthusiastic and very happy to be there is really awesome um so yeah he seems like an all-around nice guy so chris m says i just love the way he played the hammond he got that gritty dirty sound that became a staple of the early yes songs i think my all-time favorite k work would be from the yes album I think it was his best moment in Yes. The album has become a timeless classic. And then Michael Carrozzo says, Looking around and beyond and before from the first album. Then Astral Traveler and Time and a Word from Time and a Word. And Yours is a Disgrace, Starship Trooper, and Perpetual Change from the Yes album. So I guess in this case, Michael put a top three, or no. I guess for the first album, it's a top two, and the others, it's a top three. So I guess generally, Michael's favorites from each of those albums. So yeah, nice. Thanks, Michael. Uh, then we had Brad Fangia, who says, Survival, Astral Traveler, Adventure. And then Jim Henson, uh, no, not that Jim Henson, uh, says, Beyond and Before, survival and adventure so i guess jim provided a top three in general from that early period because beyond and before and survival are both from that first album um i think survival is for me the first early yes studio track i ever listened to in full because on the yes years documentary they had the beat club performance of no opportunity and then um astral traveler and uh no opportunity for from time and a word um the snippets are from the music videos but the audio i'm pretty sure is from those studio versions but survival on highlights the very best of yes was my first time listening to a banks era studio track in full from start to finish and i was really impressed with it then we have marcel pool who says Harold Land, The Prophet, and Starship Trooper. And then these next couple only posted uh, one song, so maybe the wording in my question wasn't clear, but in any case, these are great songs, obviously. Uh, Jay Moore said Starship Trooper, and Bill Lynch said Perpetual Change. Yeah, really great stuff all around. Um, yeah, and I'm very curious, like, what were the most mentioned songs from each of these i think i'm gonna have to do control f and just go through all the song titles off the top of my head and figure that out so beyond and before i don't think anyone mentioned i see you or yesterday and today Let's see looking around okay so apparently it appears 10 times on this doc so maybe that's the top one but let's just double check for good measure um and i know i still need to read my answers but i don't think they'll 
affect the you know what the most mentioned was was too much uh so herald land every little thing uh nobody mentioned sweetness uh no great song but again we're you know favorite song from each of these albums could be very different from favorite tony k moment song from each of these albums you know okay so for the debut album it looks like looking around is the top one with 10 mentions on this doc and survival being a close second with seven uh, so now let's try time and word. So no opportunity got three mentions on here. Uh, then, yeah, I think also three or thereabouts. Uh, nobody mentioned every days. Nobody mentioned sweet dreams. The prophet, also three or four times I think, because it was spelled differently on one of these. Um. See what comes after the prophet. Oh, astral traveler got six, so that might be the one with the most. Um, nobody mentioned clear days. Uh, time and a word looks like it got five. Okay, so I think it's astral traveler for time and a word, and then for the yes album. Let's see, yours is no disgrace. Oh, only got two mention well if you don't count like my dad's response um let's see yours is a disgrace and obviously not clap uh starship trooper got five mentions on this doc um all good people let's see um, okay, I don't think I've seen All Good People got any mentions on here. I'm a little surprised by that, to be honest. Venture, oh, got eight mentions on here. Perpetual, Change got four. Okay, I, I kind of want to double check a Venture, because I'm kind of surprised. Okay, so that was a mention, that was a mention. Um... Okay, yeah, wow, okay. <laughs> That's kind of surprising in a really cool way. All right, so yeah, I think generally from this, you know, this little sample size that we have, the top Tony K moments uh, from each respective album, uh, the first three albums, are looking around from the debut album, Astral Traveler from Time and a Word, and Adventure from the Yes album. And if I got the count wrong on any of these, uh, people feel free to correct me in the comments and tell me that I'm wrong. <laughs> but okay, so that means it's time for me to give my answers, which, like I said, I wouldn't like really affect the scores of what the top ones uh, numbers-wise are here. So. Thinking back to the debut album, Looking Around does have prominent K on there, but I also can't help but think of Harold Land. You know, it begins with like really fun, like uh, Hammond stuff, like do, 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 
do 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 and you know the song gets into a darker mood and then by the end gets more into that more upbeat feel of the beginning part of it so i think i'm gonna give it to harold land for the first album um and for time and a word i'm leaning toward the prophet like you have that really cool bit in the beginning where it's like you know the prophet is a really a probably very obscure time in a word song because the most of the rest either have been well a couple of them have been performed live um well three of them at least um beyond the time in a word period and uh a few of them have also had music videos, which people can view easily. But The Prophet is like, you know, along with Clear Days, I suppose, really obscure when you look at that album. So, yeah, I'm going to go with The Prophet for Time and a Word. So, funny how Harold Land and The Prophet are track five on each of those albums. Uh, so then we have, for the Yes album, I, I'm also going to go with Yours is No Disgrace. Uh, there's some great Tony moments, and um, I also think the outro on that particular song is a really cool thing that kind of hasn't been replicated the same live. But yeah, like I said, you know, the Yes album, you know, Tony's playing on that, I think, is kind of underrated compared to some of the stuff. Or I don't know, is it more underrated than the first two? I, I or maybe I just imagine that like people when they talk about K's playing in early yes, they mainly think of the first two albums and the yes album they kind of focus on everyone. I don't know. Maybe I'm just I don't know. <laughs> maybe I just have this idea in my head that's just um not accurate to what everyone thinks or how they perceive it all. But yeah, like those first three albums, they kind of feel like one era to me, even though some divide the yes eras into okay there's the first two albums the banks era and then there's the how era from the yes album onward but i really do look at those first three albums as one era um i think that's also kind of helped by roger dean not being involved with those early ones so visually there's like a different identity each of those three albums having a very different image from each other in England at least um I guess in the U.S. it was more uniform uh, even when the time and the word one uh didn't accurately reflect the lineup but yeah so great stuff um yeah this was like a really fun thing to do and like I said we'll ask that same question for Trevor Rabin and later John Davison so um I'll make a post but feel free to, you know, email yesshiftpodcast at gmail.com if that's easier for you and you can send in your favorite Trevor Rabin moment from uh, 90125, from Big Generator, and from Talk. But you can also mention, like, your favorite Trevor Rabin works in general because, you know, again, this is another musician with such a huge career. And uh, you can also leave that comment um i guess you could leave it in the live here i'll try to check back on this afterward but yeah i'll also make a post and share it around and 
uh, people also can comment in the YouTube comments and I'll try to do my best to check around. I'm thinking of um, maybe doing that live on Facebook on noon uh, Saturday the 13th in noon Pacific time. Um, but if I change the time, I'll include it in the comments and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so while we're at it, um, you know, again, happy birthday to Tony K. Uh, such a huge part of Yes's history. You know, people, uh, he, he deserves like all the credit, you know, like his contributions. Like he deserves all the credit for his contributions to Yes's history, you know. He was there at the start. He was there when they returned in the 80s. And, you know, he made the time to be with them on the 50th anniversary tour, which is really cool. Um, okay, so, and this next thing is um, a, a little bit of a down note, but I figured I'd mention it since, you know, this uh, post came up earlier this week, just a couple days ago. Uh, Tony Clarkin, uh, from Magnum, uh, passed away on the 9th, so, you know, it's different Tony, but also a musician with a huge career, and, uh, I found out about this via this post from Oliver Wakeman, who said, um, I've had the honor of not only playing on records with Tony, but enjoying his company on a number of occasions. He was a guest on a radio show I used to do with my friend Jim Ling, which ended up with a great evening full of laughter. A wonderful musician and composer, R.I.P. Tony. So, yeah, passed away at 77 years old. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, if there are any Tony Clarkin fans in the audience, uh, you know, listen to some of the stuff he contributed to music you know uh there are a lot of these great artists and they put out great music and you know we just gotta appreciate them when they can't when we can you know um but yeah speaking of musicians who have passed so i think this was shortly after dad and i went on the holiday break but jim ladd passed away um almost a month ago so uh, like I mentioned, I'm going to be coming on for the birthday things for Trevor Rabin and John Davison. And then on the 17th at noon Pacific, Dad will be joining me to talk about Jim Ladd. Um, uh, I mainly know of... I, I remember when uh, he put out Jim Ladd's headsets and Billy Sherwood was on that. I remember some of the media buzz around that, but dad also has like some stuff to say about Jim Ladd. So, um, that's happening on the 17th and there might also be something else going on here on the S shift later that day. I'll have to double check and see. Um, but yeah, you'll have dad on the show again. You know, we're, we're trying to balance things out between yes shift and all the, uh, stuff happening with drum talk tv and the drum talk tv brilliance site you know there's just a lot of moving pieces going on but uh we're doing our best to balance everything and uh schedule what we can so because uh, we know that people uh enjoy this stuff you know um 
So yeah, I guess that's it for now. And as far as keyboardists go, I'll also mention that Patrick Moraz is going to be at the NAM show. Um, he put a Facebook post about that, so people can go ahead and check that out. Um, but yeah, there's, I'm sure there's also like some other maybe news items that came out between when we went on break and me coming back on here. I'm kind of wondering if there are some things I should circle back to at some point. So that's something we'll mull over um, as we continue on with the show. But yeah, you can find us on facebook.com slash yesshift, youtube.com slash at yesshift. And um, on various podcast apps, you can type in yesshift and you'll probably find us. And like I said, you can email yesshiftpodcast at gmail.com, ideas, feedback, and submissions to questions, whatnot. So yeah, thanks for joining me and we'll uh, see you all soon. Uh, and again, happy birthday to Tony K, the amazing, legendary founding Yes keyboardist. Uh, go and listen to some of Tony's stuff.